Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode, I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there, beautiful souls, and welcome to episode 67 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm excited for today's episode because it's a little couple of little hacks that I want to share with you on a topic that comes up quite regularly, and I really believe this is because we live in a society that is such fast-paced, that is really celebrates the hustle, um, getting things fast, achieving lots of things, and I feel like this kind of allows us this, this space in which we can go, all right, how can I really fine tune my intuitive practices so I can connect quicker? So today's episode is three practices for a speedy intuitive connection. So I'm going to share with you three practices with a few little bits and pieces in between that. So the very first practice I want to share with you, which may sound super counterintuitive when you're wanting to speed up your intuitive connection, it's actually number one. The first practice is slowing down. Literally as simple and as complex to the mind and the ego that wants to do things fast and keep up the pace and stay busy. Literally as simple as slowing down. So like I mentioned, this is simple. It's a simple practice. It's a simple idea, but it's complex to the mind because the mind is like, I have so much to do. I don't have time to slow down. This chick's talking about speeding up my intuitive connection. How the fuck is slowing down going to actually help me speed that up? So what happens is when we are in a space of doing everything fast, feeling every moment of our day, not slowing down, not having gaps or moments where there is nothing going on, it can be really hard to sense our intuition because we're not leaving space for ourselves to feel it and to sense it. Um, there's this analogy that I use in all my sessions and it's an analogy that's in the book that I'm writing. And that is that if we have a house and we walk into that house and say it is like a hoarder's house, like literally every room is jam packed, wall to wall, floor to ceiling, corner to corner. And you walk in and you're trying to make your way through this room and this house. And there's just like, there's no space. And you're trying to climb over things and squeeze under and around and, and through things and, trying to make your way and you can't see the other side of the room. And then comparing that to a, say a minimalist house or an empty house where you walk in and there's space and you can see all the walls, the roof, the floor, you can see into the next room, through the door into the other room. There's actually space. So it's the same as our energy, our mind, our physical body when we slow down and we allow ourselves to create some space. So in the former example where we're in that house and it's jam-packed it's the same as our mind and our energy if our energy is jam-packed with emotions that haven't been processed with other people's energy and emotions if our mind is jam-packed with thoughts and is constantly thinking and planning and analyzing and there's a lot going on there um 
what happens is there's no space for us to sense our intuition drop in. It's trying to get in. It's trying to get in. It's it's in there. It's actually in there. But we cannot see it as separate from anything else because there's just so much stuff going on in there. So what happens when we slow down is we create some space. We create some energetic space because we're doing less. Our energy has time to actually process some stuff and and shed some stuff and release some, some energy and emotion, whether it's ours or someone else's. Our mind, all of a sudden, there's like there's like a little moment in between the thoughts. There's a little gap and a little space. So the more time we spend within that, those gaps start to get a bit bigger and a bit more consistent. Not to say that we'll get to this space where there's no thoughts in the mind, because the mind's job is literally to think thoughts. So it's just noticing the gaps in between them. It's not trying to stop the thoughts or make them all go away. It's just literally noticing the gaps in between the streams of thoughts. And that's when our intuition drops in. It's in those gaps and it's subtle, but it's there. And when we slow down, we create space. Another part of slowing down as well is when we slow down, this is showing that we're trusting in how life is unfolding. When we are not trusting in how life is unfolding or where, how, if we want it to unfold differently to how it is, we get into this control mode of, oh my God, I need to control this. I need to do that. I need to, I need to change this. I, I'm stressing and I'm anxious about this past situation, this future situation, or, you know, I need to stop this from happening again. Or it's like, we just go into control mode and freak out mode. And we try to take control of things when we're not trusting. But when we are trusting in the way life is unfolding, we're trusting the pace in which our intuition journey is unfolding, the pace in which our human journey is unfolding, all the different sort of layers of journeys that we're on. When we are trusting in how that unfolds, there's space and we can slow down. We're not trying to prove anything to anyone or ourselves. We're accepting and trusting in the journey And even though there might be, along with all the amazing parts, there might be some uncomfortable parts and some hard parts, we're still trusting in the presence of those within our journey as that they need to be there. They're going to make us more resilient. They're going to help us learn lessons. They're here for a purpose. Our soul signed up for those. Our soul put them here in the journey so we can learn something in this human playground that is life, that our souls are here in these human bodies to learn and to grow and evolve. And so when we slow down, we're actually saying in the universe, all right, Even though things feel hard right now, even though things feel great right now, I'm going to slow down because I trust in your unfolding. And when we slow down again through trust, we create that space. So number one is slowing down. And we do this in many ways. So looking at how we can practically do this, because I always like to bring it back to the practical. What does it look like in an action form? How do you do slowing down? What do you actually do? So one thing for me, slowing down is looking at my schedule and having space. So making sure that uh, we're actually coming into like this busy time of the year and I'm already looking at my schedule going, whoa, there's so many things on between now and Christmas. We're 11th of October as I record this. Between now and Christmas, all of a sudden in the last week, all these things have come in like invites to all sorts of different, different things, which are all amazing and I'm excited for them all. But I'm looking at my diary as I book them in and I am consciously deciding for myself and my family so that we don't have too many things on. So I'm looking at one thing a weekend, one to two, maybe two sometimes, but mostly one thing so that then we have the other day of the weekend as a family to 
do stuff around the house, to chill out, to go for a walk in nature, to spend time together, to slow down together, to, you know, relax and recover and chill and do all those things that we want to do as a family in that space before the week starts again. So that's one way that I slow down is I make sure there's literally space within my days and my weeks and my months ahead. So planning and structuring that and and being okay with saying no to some things. We've already had to say no to a few things. And as much as we want to be there, it's just not going to work. And I know that if we try to squash it and if we try to make it work, some combination of myself and my family will end up burnt out and that's no good for anyone. And I want to teach my kids that it's okay to plan and balance and say no to some things to look after your own energy. So that's one way that we can look at things practically. Another way, and I have tried to practice this as much as possible. Sometimes it's harder than others. And you can probably tell by how fast I sometimes speak because I get so excited about these topics. But the next practical action you can take is literally slowing down. So when I'm doing things around the house, like I'm really trying to be conscious of moving slowly rather than rushing around and moving in a million miles an hour, which with an enormous to-do list and three kids and a business and all the other things going on can be so hard to be like, Oh my God, I have to move fast to get everything done. But it just creates more stress, more wound up energy that is just not serving the highest good and and the intention that I want to have. So literally physically slowing down, walking slower, talking slower, responding to life slower. So if someone asks you a question, stop and allow yourself to take a breath and then answer rather than answering as the person's finishing their question. Give yourself some time. So slowing down, you know, making food slowly, hanging the washing up slowly, whatever, like whatever you're doing with your physical body, starting to really bring intention and slow movements with it because then that actually calms our minds down as well. So physical slow movements. And they're just a couple of ways looking at your schedule, slowing down with the schedule, creating space that way, and then physically slowing down as much as you can in your physical experience. So the second practice for um, getting a speedy intuitive connection is to get into your body. So this will get you into your intuition so quickly and it will help you trust your intuition so much more than if we're not using our body. So I'm someone who's always been an overanalyzer, overthinker, spent a lot of time in my head, spent a lot of time before my intuitive waking wondering, you know, why is it sometimes I know these things and then they happen and, or I just have these senses of things or, you know, I think about a friend and then they call or text me. I'm like, oh my God, I was literally just thinking about them. It was like, you know, we were connected by some Wi-Fi, and all of a sudden it happened, which is sort of what I believe within the energy world. But when we get into our body, we get out of the thoughts of our head. Now, I do want to have add a side note here and say that intuition can drop in as thoughts and and information and wisdom and knowledge through words in our mind, and I receive a lot of that too. But along with those thoughts and that wisdom is a sensation in the body. And this is why it's so important to get into our body because our intuition lives in our body. Our body is like an antenna for our intuition and we can feel the response in our body. So an intuitive hit or receiving some intuitive guidance will feel very different to the fear of the ego. 
And this is a way that you can also build trust with your intuition is practicing what it feels like to receive um, intuitive guidance. So one way that you can do this, and it's a really easy, simple practice. I'd like to try and make things as easy and as practical as possible and as grounded as possible. So one thing that you can do is you can think about a situation where you know that there are two polar opposite answers. So say it is, um, say, okay, so for myself personally, I'm just going to use an example. Um, it's my 40th in a couple of days and before planning a few of the gatherings that I'm having for my birthday, I, it took me ages to figure out what to do for my birthday. 10 or so years ago, I used to have like big parties, invite everyone I know, all my friends and family all at once and have like all these people there. And it was always so much fun. Um, and then now down the track, I'm like, that feels so overwhelming to me. And as I was deciding what to do for my birthday, I really sat and got into my body. So I sat there and I was like, okay, I'm going to imagine having a massive party at home, setting up all the backyard, doing all the things, doing, you know, organizing it all and having everyone here that I want to see for my birthday. And I closed my eyes and I imagined that. And I sat with that and my body contracted it felt anxious it felt overwhelmed it was like no 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 too much too much for so many reasons too many people all at once I won't get to actually have good quality time with everyone I won't get to have you know more than maybe a minute or two with everyone which to me I'm like I actually want to have conversations with people I want to have time and also I don't want to organize all that like I don't want to have to do all the prep work even though it would be fun and amazing I I just don't have the energy at the moment to do that so for me, my body was like, uh-uh, no, 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 no. So then I went, okay, what else What else would feel good? And then I thought, okay, well, there's a whole lot of different people or groups of people that I want to catch up with. So what if I do a few separate events? What if I have a few different like dinners or brunches or lunches or whatever with, with a few groups of people spread over like a month? So I started to think about that and I started to think about, you know, the different groups I would have, where I would have it, what that would look like, you know, giving myself like four weeks to spread it out. So kind of having my birthday over a month, Um, actually having like quality time to sit and talk to people as much as possible in that environment. And my whole body was like, oh, it just relaxed and let go. It felt expansive and open. It felt calm, peaceful. It felt excited. And so... That's just a really simple example of how you can get into your body and you can feel your intuition. So start to feel when the guidance comes in. So the guidance for me was coming in through my body. I didn't receive the guidance for those in words in my mind or thoughts or wisdom dropping in that way. It was the wisdom dropping in in my body. My body was being the antenna for my intuition and was telling me, hey, this is what you your intuition is telling you for this scenario. And then this is what your intuition is and your soul is telling you for this second scenario. And that for me was huge because it really helped me make a decision that was in line with my soul and the human being that I am right now in my life and what serves me and what feels amazing and joyous. And I've already started the process of having some celebrations and it's been so beautiful to have quality time with people, to see all my friends catching up together as well, you know, after having a winter, which has felt like another season of lockdown and isolation it's been so nice and it's been beautiful and simple and joyous and that's just one example and you can apply that to your life in many many different ways but having two different scenarios and comparing your body's response to those is a beautiful way of getting to know what your yes is in your body and what your no is and 
intuition can come to us in many ways it can be a sound it can be something we hear we might hear words we might just know we might have like sentences or words drop in it might be a feeling in our body there's so many different ways that we can receive intuition so allowing yourself to tune into what's really heightened for you but if you're not sure i just feel like the body is the most amazing tool and while as souls we have these human bodies let's utilize them as much as we can especially in terms of tuning into our intuition because we can feel it our body our body tells us what the answer is through feeling so it's starting to spend more time in the body and tune in another thing i want to say um, with getting into your body as well is moving the body so this is one of my favorite ways to receive intuitive guidance um it's always been for me after i either do yoga go for a bike ride or do a run or even like a hike out in nature or go for a big walk when we move we're shifting stagnant energy if we are not doing much movement in our life and we're doing lots of sitting or lots of stagnant kind of um sort of positions then what happens is we're not moving the energy through our body when we get out and we start to move whatever that movement looks like could be dance could be hit a tennis could be anything whatever movement is to you could be lifting weights anything swimming the list goes on (laughs) you get the idea but when we move we shift stagnant energy and we we allow then space for our intuition to drop in so what i often find is i will go on a big walk and i'll receive intuitive hits or i'll go on a bike or a run and i'll come home and i'll just write notes down of things that are coming through me because i've given myself space to move and to shift that energy i've created a space now for the intuition to drop in for the guidance and the wisdom to drop in um and step number three is really simply keep it consistent so keep it consistent it's like anything in life if you want to create a new habit if you want to strengthen the muscle you have to work it so do it as often as you can have it scheduled do it the same time every day or you know have an alarm in your phone if you're using say oracle cards to connect you to your intuition pull an oracle card at the same time each day If movement is your thing, then work out when you can move during the day. It doesn't have to be the same time, but I know as human beings, you know, with the schedules that we've got, if we can keep it consistent at the same time of day, it makes it a whole lot easier to stick to it. And it doesn't have to be long. It can literally be pulling an oracle card each day, you know, saying, shuffling the deck, thank you for this guidance for my highest good. Pull a card, read the description. That'll take you two minutes. It doesn't have to be long. Or it might be roll your yoga mat out, do five minutes of little yoga flow. It doesn't have to be much. Could be a walk around the block. Could be walking the dog, walking with the kids, walking by yourself, walking with a friend, family member. It can be anything. So whatever whatever the practices that I've mentioned for you above within slowing down and getting into your body, keeping the practice consistent is absolute key. If you want to fast track that intuitive connection and you want it to continue to expand and open up and needs to be consistent this is like brushing our teeth twice a day this is like if we want to get better at running we have to run regularly it's it's any of those things it's just working the intuitive muscle and practicing it over and over again um yeah as much as possible so i'm just going to go over those three practices for you one more time so we've got number one is slowing down in all the ways of slowing down slowing down in creating space in your schedule slowing down by trusting in the unfolding of life slowing down physically slowing down speaking slower moving slower responding to life slower number two is getting into your body so feel your intuition so give it a few different options and feel what your yes is and feel what your no is and also move your body to create space so that you can sense that intuition so much more easily and number three is keep it consistent 
structure it, have it in your schedule as important as eating and sleeping and brushing your teeth, make it, make it a priority. And over time, it will just continue to expand and open up. You will become more in tune and more sensitive to your intuition. And someone's at my door. <laughs> okay, I'm back. <laughs> Sorry, that's someone at my door. Um, I also wanted to say that if you are struggling with your intuition and you're feeling like you want to take it to the next level, I do offer one-on-one sessions. So I do them either in person in Mornington, Victoria, Australia, or online. And I can help you tune in and we can release some uh, emotions and energy that might be blocking you from really tuning into your intuition. And we can, we can tune in and tap in and I can support you to figure out what it is that is holding you back from really expanding that intuition. And often it's things, well, actually, sometimes it's things that are already floating around in our mind. And sometimes it's because we're just resisting it, wanting it to happen in a different way to what it actually is. So we work on releasing that resistance in those sessions and allowing the flow to, to become more easily available to you of that intuition and that that wisdom and that knowledge that comes from your soul and from the universe. So all that information is on my website at stephdemetrius.com or you can come and find me on Instagram at stephdemetrius. But I hope you have a beautiful week and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for being here today and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I would absolutely love it if you're enjoying this podcast series to head on over and give this podcast a five-star rating and write a review so that more beautiful souls can find this podcast and feel inspired too. If you have any questions you would like answered on the podcast, feel free to email me at info at and I will answer those questions in upcoming episodes. If you are after more support and guidance with intuition, I have free resources and I am taking one-on-one sessions again online and in person. So you can head on over to www.stephdemetrius.com and have a look there. And I look forward to connecting with you soon. I will see you next week.